DJ Comics Cavalcade 73, Daredevil number 3, or Fly, Fat Ass Fly! Daredevil, they called me, but they meant it as an insult. Well, that's who I'll be. The name is perfect. DJ's Comics Cavalcade. Welcome, boys and girls, to the latest edition of the Cade. We return once again to the man without fear as our soon-to-be Scarlet Swashbuckler encounters what was to be his archenemy for some time. Join us, won't you, as... Daredevil Battles the Owl, Ominous Overlord of Crime, written by Stan Lee, with art by Joe Orlando. This time, the title page takes up half a page, which depicts Daredevil being loomed over by an owl as a bizarre face laughs. We begin on Wall Street as we follow a strange figure as he walks into an office building. We're told in no uncertain terms that this figure is not a nice man. According to our narrator, he's a friendless, merciless human being with no loved ones. The man ignores people as he goes to the elevator, his presence unnerving those around him. Some of the bystanders recognize him and whisper his name as he waits. Meanwhile, across the street, Daredevil sits on a ledge, commenting on the quietness of this particular evening. Back to our mysterious figure. He arrives at an office. We learn from the narrator that this is the Owl, the most ruthless financial wizard of all time. He enters his office to be informed that Mr. Gray is waiting for him. The Owl hired Gray as his accountant in case he needed someone to take the fall for his machinations. And Gray has figured this out, telling the miscreant that the IRS is accusing him of fraud, even though the Owl knows he is innocent. The Owl replies he knows Gray is innocent because he himself framed the man. Our financial mastermind tells Gray that he made his fortune with crooked business deals and tax evasion, but he needed a scapegoat for when the law caught up with him, and Gray is it. He then tells the man to get out because he can't afford to associate with a jailbird like him. The Owl laughs Gray out of his office, who slinks back towards the elevator. Minutes later, Daredevil is attracted by the sound of an impact, followed by a police siren. He makes his way down to the street using his radar sense to find a cop tending to a dead body. Our man without fear learns that this is Gray, who ran in front of a speeding car. Shortly, a pair of cops show up at the Owl's office to arrest him. When told he can bring a lawyer, the corpulent figure scoffs that they have no proof he has a hand in Gray's death. But it's not Gray that brings the law. It's evidence of fraudulent business dealings. Now, with proof, the government will be able to bring the owl down. At the police station, the owl boasts that he will use a lawyer picked at random to prove the case against him is flimsy. He opens up a phone book and picks out the law firm of Nelson and Murdoch. Hey, I know that firm. Back at Nelson and Murdoch, Daredevil swings through the back window of the law firm to hear Foggy Nelson talking to the owl. Foggy is turning down the case, but Dee Dee, now back in his Matt Murdoch talk, snatches the phone from his partner's hand and agrees to represent the businessman, promising he'll be in court in ten minutes. We then cut to the rooftops, where Daredevil is speeding towards the courthouse, bouncing his bundled-up street clothes like a basketball. This is his chance to learn more about the owl, Dee Dee reasons. Besides, if the lawyer turns down a client because he thinks he's guilty, it's akin to judging them without trial. Hearing the court bell chime, Matt turns back into an up-and-coming lawyer and calls upon his new client. At the courthouse, Matt gets the owl released and asks to meet his new client. Matt is taken aback by what his senses tell him. There's an overwhelming animal power and limitless energy to the man, which Matt knows is channeled to evil, because, of course, you can smell evil. Matt's sensory input gives him more about the owl. His deep voice tells Matt he's large, gross, and with a barrel chest, whereas his footsteps reveal his height and weight. Matt tells the mysterious figure to return to the courthouse tomorrow. The owl agrees, but Matt can tell by his pulse rate that he has no intention of coming back. Matt isn't concerned, however. Now that he has a sensory image, he can follow the corpulent criminal anywhere. Sure enough, the next morning the owl is a no-show. The judge issues a warrant for his immediate arrest. 
Matt gets the feeling he'll be needed as Daredevil soon, and what's more, he's thought of a way to make his alter ego more efficient. He'll make a special hood on the back of the costume where he can stash his civilian clothes. That's... handy, I guess. Back at the office, Foggy invites Matt to go bowling with him and Karen. Matt declines, claiming a spare and a strike would sound the same to him and causing another round of squidging from Karen. That night, Matt sews his special hood in the dark. He attaches the hood and experimentally stuffs a complete change of clothes in it and finds that everything fits. Now looking like he's backpacking across the state, Daredevil scours the underground tunnels of the city to find no evidence of the owl. He then takes to the bridges, but an all-night sortie is all for naught as D.D. can't find the corpulent criminal mastermind. And where is the owl? Across the Hudson on the Palisades in a goofy owl-shaped home that is identified as the Owl's Airy. We're looking in on the villain just as he's welcoming two men, Sad Sam Sims and Ape Horgan. When Sam asks why the owl still isn't playing at being legit, the sinister figure retorts that because of his mistake he has no need for false pretenses. He's planned a new criminal career for himself. But before the owl can trust his two guests, he needs to test them. Sam is first. He goads the criminal into a duel with wax bullets. Sam manages to shoot his bullet into the muzzle of the owl's gun, preventing him from shooting. As for the ape's test, he's made to find an actual ape in a cage, which he defeats utilizing his wrestling moves. Satisfied with his choices, the owl is convinced he'll be the overlord of crime. Of course, now is the time for the owl to display his power. He pontificates for a while about being rich and ready to take on the forces of law and order and on and on till the break of dawn. Then says there is another reason he is the owl beside his resemblance to the bird. He presses a button that opens a trap door under Sam and Ape's feet, sending them tumbling to their apparent doom. Except, as the two hoods are ejected out into the night air, the owl hurls himself off the top of the cliff to reveal his power to glide on air currents. Aided by his cloak, the corpulent crook is able to save the thugs and bring them safely back to his airie. Properly cowed, Sad Sam asks the owl what they do next. The corpulent crime lord sends them back to Manhattan to find a weak, gullible lawyer who will act as a front firm, a lawyer named Matt Murdock. And speaking of Matt, we find him back at his law offices. Foggy's wondering why he's so downhearted. Matt can't tell him that in Karen that he's bummed he let the owl get away. Karen takes this time to once again push the idea of an eye operation, and Matt brushes her off and tells her to run along home. This causes some silent squidging from Karen, and Matt wondering what the speeding up of her heart when she's near him means. Before Matt can ponder this fact anymore, he detects the smell of an owl coming from the vacant office next door, wanting Foggy out of the way. He tells his friend that Karen was disappointed because he didn't offer to walk her home. Foggy, trusting Sap that he is, goes off to catch her, allowing our blind loader to once again transform into Daredevil. Being a man without fear, Dee Dee heads out on a window ledge and climbs into the next office. He hears three men whispering, one of them undoubtedly the owl. Daredevil bursts through the windows, surprising Sad Sam, Ape, and the owl. The two thugs argue over who gets to manhandle the man without fear, but the owl says they can both have the hero because nothing will stop the corpulent criminal from nabbing a lawyer. Ape goes first, and Dee Dee nimbly avoids the thug's powerful punch. But Daredevil quickly tumbles into position to twirl Ape around like a baton with his feet. The hero tosses Ape into Sad Sam, nearly knocking over the owl, but Sam recovers quickly and is ready to fire, but the click of the gun being primed alerts Dee Dee in enough time that he's able to actually bat the bullet away. But even though the tide is in Dee Dee's favor, fate plays a hand. Karen stumbles into the empty office to see the fight between our man without fear and the owl. Dee Dee, not thinking, calls out to Karen, urging her to run. The owl detects the concern in Daredevil's voice and grabs Karen, ordering our hero to surrender or else... And our hero surrenders. As the owl hoots and hollers, literally, Sad Sam ties up Daredevil. 
Karen asks how Dee Dee knew her name, and our hero says he'll explain later. We then cut back to the Owl's Aerie, where both Karen and Daredevil are captured in a giant birdcage just because, you know, villain motif. The Owl plans to show Dee Dee off to the gathered underworld as proof that he should be the overlord of crime. He orders Sam and Ape to tell every top mobster in the city about his capture of Daredevil. As the Owl leaves, Dee Dee is not concerned with himself but with Karen. In his mind, he can't let any harm come to her and must set her free. The Man Without Fear flexes his muscles, releasing the center catch on his billy club. This gives Dee Dee enough slack that he can snap his bonds. He then uses the cotter pin concealed in the central hinge to unlock the cage. He swings out, aware that the floor is wired to set off an alarm. He starts swinging back and forth until he has momentum to swing over to Karen's cage. Not wanting to use the cotter pin, lest she recognizes his billy club as Matt's cane, Daredevil exerts just the right amount of pressure to bend the bars to allow Karen to slip through. Now both free, the duo climbs down a slide of stairs led by Dee Dee's sense of smell, picking up the scent of gasoline. He orders Karen to take a car and heads to the nearest police headquarters. However, before Karen can drive off, she has a number of questions for our hero, not the least of which is how he knew her. Daredevil, letting his inner horn dog out, tells Karen he knows her because she's been in his dreams for as long as he can remember. Before Karen can say that Dee Dee's voice reminds her of Matt, the owl appears and makes to close the garage door. Luckily, our hero jams the door with his billy club, allowing Karen to drive away. And so the two opponents face off. The owl claims he has the advantage and he's too much at stake to fail. But Daredevil counters by saying he has something at stake as well, his life. The owl falls upon Dee Dee, but the man without fear is able to throw him off easily. And the self-styled overlord of crime heads off into the dark, insistent that he won't be found there. But Daredevil follows his heartbeat, and he can tell that his opponent is almost exhausted. But on reaching the top of the stairs, the owl pulls a concealed lever that turns the staircase into a slide, plunging Dee Dee into the river. Now in the parapets, the owl is ranting about how he has to build a new area with better defenses, something he can do thanks to his extreme wealth. The cops come, prompting him to take to the air again so that he can fly to a speedboat ready for his escape. This is the owl is pulling away. Daredevil resurfaces. He ducks below again, just as the boat glides over him and uses his billy club to jam the propeller, mangling his hand in the process. Wait, that last bit didn't happen. What does happen is the motor dies and the ship upends. Dee Dee is unable to detect the owl's heartbeat of breathing, and speculates that he might be swimming under the water, which muffles our hero's senses. The villain has gotten away. Frustrated the owl is gone, Dee Dee climbs onto the dock and decides to change into Matt Murdock, his hood apparently so watertight that his clothes are untouched. A few minutes later, Karen is squidging on Matt, warning him about how dangerous the owl is, while the cops tell her to take the blind man home. <laughs> Bet they won't have to tell her twice. Matt's not worried, however. He can hear the mobsters driving up the gates into the arms of the plainclothes policeman, a veritable cornucopia of crookdom. When Karen says Matt has lost the owl as a client, Matt responds that he's not much for this cops and robbers stuff, which prompts the girl to tell him that he reminds her of someone else. Matt heads home, leaving Karen to wonder if she's falling in love with him. Why else would such a shy, handicapped man like Matt remind her of Daredevil? Okay, this is definitely an improvement over last issue's goofy foray with Electro. Sure, its plot is a little on the thin side. With all his talk of becoming overlord of crime, the owl doesn't really advance his own plot much, does he? But the story does move forward more or less smoothly, and the characters are interesting. If anything, the superpower aspect detracts from the crime story. The owl's ability to fly seems totally inconsequential, for example. But what makes this story work is Joe Orlando's art. Whereas Joe's work was totally unsuited for the last issue, 
here it works perfectly because the atmosphere he's able to bring to the table gives it a life it might not otherwise have. The opening sequence is well paced for bringing a sense of unease to the proceedings to drive home what a creep the owl is. It's Orlando's ability to bring the spookiness to the story that makes it more than Stan Lee's skills. <laughs> That's it for this time, pals and gals. If you want to comment on the story, the series, or the podcast, why don't you send me a line at djcomicscavalcade at earth2.net. That's djcomicscavalcade at earth-2.net. When next we return to DD, we'll be witnessing the debut of one of my favorite Daredevil villains, at least until he became a creepy rapist due thanks to Brian Michael Bendis. Join us, won't you, when DD is menaced by the mystery of Kilgrave, the unbelievable purple man. Man, is that title a handful. Until then, goodbye, good night, and remember, you can never get too much man on ape action. The world gets still. I'm learning to fly. But I ain't got wings. Coming down is the hardest thing. Well, the good old days. May not return